a second. There we go. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kevin. Welcome to the Skywatcher What's Up webcast, where we take a look at everything from what's in the nighttime sky to equipment to helpful tips and tricks uh, for imaging and visual. And then, of course, at the end of the month, we have a special guest on to talk about their specialty in the field of astronomy. And it is our one hundredth episode of the what's up webcast uh so thank you for everyone who's hung out with us over the last couple of years um this is really we i don't know when we started talking about doing this um i don't think we ever thought about getting to the hundredth episode not that we never wanted to just never crossed our minds um so it's really cool that we're here um thank you all for hanging out last friday hopefully you enjoyed the what's up webcast-a-thon extreme as well uh, that is now up, so you can go back and watch that again. Uh, we had to edit it a little bit, so get rid of certain things and uh, also get it up to where there's timestamps, so now you can go back and watch it and you can find the exact session that you might want to watch. Uh, so that is up right now. You can go check that out. So thanks for all of those who hung out with us last Friday all day, and congratulations to the people who won some of the giveaways. Now... It's our 100th episode, and we thought we would jump right in and show off some cool new stuff. Um, so first off, if you like what you see here, please subscribe and leave a like on a video. We really appreciate it. Um, obviously, let us know we're doing a good job as we are on our 100th episode, and here's to 100 more. Um, if you have any ideas for the What's Up webcast, go ahead and email us at info at skywatcherusa.com, um, and then we'll consider that as a future uh, episode and try to cover something. Um, if you have sent something in and you haven't seen your episode idea come up yet, don't worry. It does take time for us to plan the schedule and all that fun stuff. So uh, anyway, we are here today because we're announcing something new. Um, and I think a lot of you might have an inclination of what's going on. But anyway, let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, I'd like to announce our new app uh, scope wizard um, is what it's called this is going to be available on ios uh, for apple uh, devices uh, apple os uh, android and windows um, and this is basically the calculator um, so if you've watched some of our episodes before you've seen me pull up this big elaborate calculator in excel and it lets you do all kinds of cool things like calculate camera speeds, light grasp differences, all kinds of stuff. So um, many of you are asking, could we put it on the website? Well, we one up that and we made it an app. And as of this morning, the iOS version and Mac OS uh, versions are available on the App Store. It's free. You can go out and download that. Uh, Windows and Android should be up and running in the next week or so. We're just waiting for some final credentials to clear for those to be uh, ready to go. Um, but let me just take you down the road a little bit uh, to show you what that is. Um, so this is Scope Wizard. Uh, it's our free app that's uh, available. Um, on, it will be available on all devices. Um, it's a calculator that lets you do all kinds of different things. Of course, we have the regular mode and night vision mode because it's an astronomy app. Why wouldn't you have astronomy mode? But let me just take you through the buttons here real quick. Uh, we have our telescope specifications calculator. Um, you can put in your focal length and your scope, and it'll give you all your limitations, you know, your practical limitations of your scope, minimum and maximum magnification, limiting magnitude, um, 
we you can plug in your own telescope or you can drop down the drop down menu here and there's all kinds of stuff uh, that you can check out um, and play with that um, magnification of course is you know you can figure out the magnification we have big drop down lists of telescopes and eyepieces where you can play with the magnification we'll probably have a field of view calculator for that coming later um, so that's something that cool to check out uh, camera stats you can figure out figure out your pixel scale and field of view um, either make your own custom scope and camera or you can use the drop down which has a lot of the most popular stuff available um, of course in astronomy we mainly work in metric uh, because here in the united states we can't get with the program in the rest of the world because we have to be different um, so for us uh, u.s citizens um, you can actually convert into metric there you go right there all kinds of cool stuff uh, we have our speed difference. This one's actually pretty interesting for our imagers out there. Um, you can take the slower focal ratio of your instrument and compare that to say like what it would be like with a focal reducer or maybe you're looking at getting a faster telescope. That'll tell you how much the photographic speed increases, which is actually kind of cool. Um, so that's neat. Uh, we have our F ratio calculator. Um, you can figure out all kinds of stuff with this. Uh, light grass comparison if you want to know the difference between a larger telescope and a smaller telescope and what the difference is going to be and then of course if you need to know like your secondary obstruction by area and diameter um, all that is up in the app and that is free and that's called scope wizard um, it currently the as of this morning it is available for ios and apple os um, you can go ahead and download that right now it's free uh, Android OS uh, should be available hopefully in the next couple days in the next week um, so it'll be available here shortly um, just working on some final things with that and then our Windows OS will also be uh, available and that'll probably be you could probably get the Windows version on our um, Skywatcher website skywatcherusa.com website so anyway uh, big thanks to everyone who is a part of that and helping develop that um, but yeah, that is our new scope wizard app. Have fun with it. Um, and it will be evolving as things move forward. Um, but hopefully that's helpful for all of you guys out there. Um, instead of just going to our website and playing with the Excel calculator, you can now take it with you. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's it. That's our product announcement. So, uh, thanks for watching. I hope you guys uh, have a great weekend and yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, see ya. No, I'm actually totally kidding. Um, so today we're actually launching a product and we're watching a big, big product. Actually, it's not very big, um, but it's going to be a big, big footprint that's coming into the world. I would like to finally announce after this has been in the works for a long, long time, years. Uh, this product has been in development. We've had a lot of people request something like this. Uh, we've heard you. We've been listening to you. So I would like, without further ado, to introduce the Star Adventurer GTI. Um, this is the long-awaited go-to Star Adventurer mount. Um, and it's finally here. I'm sure some of you um, have heard about it. But anyway... Uh, it's here. Yay. It's a real thing. I promise because I have one right here. So they're real. Um, so anyway, let's, let's talk about it. Let's take you through, uh, what's going on 
Um, yeah, we really should have done this for an April Fool's one. That would have been a good one. So, oh well. But it's here. You're welcome. So, so anyway, introducing the Star Adventure GTI. Uh, this is the most compact, smallest go-to mount Star or Skywalker has ever produced. And it is probably, as of this date, one of the smallest go-to mounts out there. Um, it's the ultimate grab-and-go imaging mount as it's it can handle all of your smaller pieces of equipment um and it's just fantastic it's nine inches tall um how do we measure this anyway it's it's nine by nine by five um it's not very big um it, the mount head only weighs 5.7 pounds so it's fairly lightweight um it's perfect little grab and go companion um 11 pound payload capacity uh I saw some people in a forum website asking why we didn't make a bigger one. Why isn't it have more payload capacity than the AZ GTI? First off, as I've stated before, AZ GTI was never intended for imaging mode. This guy is designed from the ground up to be used as an imaging platform. It is a real imaging mount. It's not something you just, you know, happen to be able to use for imaging. Uh, it's a perfect match for most cameras and small travel telescopes and has and has built-in wi-fi for wireless uh control so let's go over the nitty-gritty specifications here because i know there's going to be a lot of questions about this one so star adventure gti head only five point little over five and a half pounds um, it's fairly compact. It is a bit bigger than the original Star Adventurers, but that's because there's more stuff inside of it. Um, nine inch by nine inch by five inch. There's the metric conversions up there for you guys um, across the world. Uh, 11 payload pound payload capacity. And I wanted, when we first got this and started testing it, we wanted to actually try it as some of our customers in the Star Adventurer world have been applying larger and larger lenses uh to the star adventurers so uh we called up our friends at canon and i borrowed a canon 600 f4l mark iii this at the time was the largest super telephoto well no they had the 800 but anyway this was the largest logical lens um i could get my hands on but the mount here is a lot beefier than the original star adventures there's a lot more stuff packed into it so it's a very dense mount in comparison to the star adventures and it easily handled the 600 f4 l it looked ridiculous as you can see but it easily handled the focal length of this uh, lens so if you have something like a tamron 150 600 a sigma 150 600 you these mounts i feel are much more substantial at holding these larger lenses and um, uh, we went ahead and tested it um, as such so uh, we wanted to test it like everyone has been using the original star adventure so that's a canon 600 f4 mark iii um, it easily handles uh, one of our uh, beta testers put his stowaway uh, astrophysics stowaway 92 on there very nice grab and go system uh we even have this setup here which is kind of on the extreme but that's a c6 hyperstar an evo guide 50 and an asi air all packed on top of it that's uh, kind of the extreme side of things but it worked well um so it can handle 
it can be used as a real serious mount so you know we've tried to approach this and taken what you guys have told us from the original star adventure and how you guys are using the original star adventures including including the 2i and what during the testing we really tried to apply that what we've learned there to this to make sure we've tried it in real world applications um, and even with this setup as crazy as that looks it did a nice job um, uh, producing some images there uh, the c6 hyperstar system is a perfect companion to this setup if you're looking for something that's going to be a nice uh, turnkey um Another big thing about the Star Adventure GTI, I know a lot of people get frustrated with the illuminator on the original Star Adventure. This mount has it built in and it's adjustable. Um, it's an illuminated polar scope. The reticle on these are pre-aligned from the factory so you don't have to mess with it as with all of our other mounts. I know the manuals say, here's how to adjust it. That's only if you have to. You don't have to mess with this. You get it out of the box, it's aligned and ready to rock and roll. Um, and the polar scope illuminator is built in and it's adjustable as far as the brightness goes with our app or the optional hand controller. You can control the brightness there. Um, I should have showed the bullet point before I said that. Uh, uses a standard V-style dovetail plate um, saddle so you can use any you know Vixen style dovetail. Um, it does not need like an optional EQ base. I know on the original Star Adventures, you'd have to either get like the Pro Pack with the wedge or find something third party. This is built in. This is a whole mount ready to go. There's nothing you really need additionally for this mount. So there's not a lot of optional accessories for this one like its smaller counterparts. Now, we also have a larger counterweight bar. This is a real counterweight bar, about the same diameter as the EQM35, the larger uh, mount version of this. Um, this means it is compatible with our larger standard counterweight. So if you have an HEQ5, EQ6R, um, EQM35, all those big counterweights, you can use on this mount. Um, it does come with a five pound counter counterweight, um, just one. Um, which should be able to handle the majority of your average equipment. But um, if you need to, you can use our 7.5 pound, 11 pound counterweights on this mount if you need more weight. Um, be careful, but it can handle the larger, the larger weights that are also available as accessories for our larger mounts. Has all metal gearing. Um, I don't believe this is the same. I know some other people on the forums have already started talking that, oh, we're using the same gears um, that's in an AZ GTI. It's not. The right ascension gear is bigger than what's in an AZ GTI. I think it's 180-something teeth in there. Um, so it is a larger gear, so it should be a smoother tracking, uh, especially when you're guiding. Uh, we're using mini DC servo motors in here. And uh, for power, you can either use the built-in battery pack. It has a built-in AA battery pack. Or you can use a external 12-volt, 2.1-millimeter uh, uh, power port. Um, let me get my sample up here. Um, I'm going to go to full screen so you guys can see. There it is. So let me show you how this works. On the back housing, right here, there's a small screw. You unscrew this little thumb knob and hidden underneath there is the battery packs um, there's two on each side 
there's one there's one so it's conveniently hidden away down in there um, out of the way if you want to run it off of double A's uh, you can so it makes it kind of convenient to where you're not having to have some uh, extra power source in the field so it, it can be used with that and I can't do this one-handed so um, that's the double A uh, power right there I think it's a little heavy there we go let me try to put this away before this little screw runs off uh, but yeah that's the battery packs right there they're hidden underneath the right ascension uh, cap get that out of the way all right moving on or you can do it um standard uh 12 volt um it does have a standard 3.8 thread mounting on the bottom of the mount so you can put it on any major photo tripod that you want um 3.8 is the larger standard thread for photography um i know people have said why doesn't it come with quarter 20s on a mount like this, you really want a heavier duty threaded stud to maintain that connection to the tripod. And quarter 20s are great when they're small cameras, but when it's a big mount holding thousands of dollars of optics, it's you should still you know, have something bigger. So you can put this on a photo tripod if you want. Uh, let's talk about some of the features. Um, Built-in Wi-Fi for wireless control, um, ready to go. So right out of the box, you can connect to our SynScan Pro app and you can control it like any of our other Wi-Fi based devices. Um, the counterweight bar actually has two positions because this mount can actually go all the way to zero for all of our friends along the equator. Um, you can actually use it in the standard position for higher latitudes or you can use it in a little more angled out position. Um, for low latitudes, so you can actually get way down um, in those low latitudes if you're going to go down to the near the equator. I know we've had some issues with older mounts where people couldn't get down to zero. Um, now you can. Um, I use mine in the low latitude position, even though I'm at like 33 degrees. It really depends on your system and where the counterweight actually um, sits in the counterweight bar. Um, but either position works really well and you can balance it. But that allows us to basically have a zero to 70 degree uh, latitude range on this mount. Um, so it's very, very flexible. Um, so if you're going to take it anywhere in the world, it's you're pretty much good to go. It is compatible with any major photo tripod. Like I said earlier, it uses a standard 3.8 thread uh, mounting. So you can easily mount it to any, you know, higher end uh, photo tripod this is something you're not going to want to put on some cheap little tripod you want to make sure you're putting it on something substantial because it's going to be holding a fair amount of equipment i would assume that you don't want your camera or anything to go anywhere now the star adventure gti has several different ports on board let's go over those real quick uh, we do have a standard st4 auto guide port we also have a hand controller port. The hand controller is optional. Um, so if you want something that's got some kind of a tactile feel, you can get one of our, um, you can get one of our standard uh, SynScan hand controllers and do that. Uh, this also allows you to use like an EQ mod cable if you want to go direct to like an ASI Air or something of that, um, which would be a really nice setup to use um, in the field. 
We also have a USB-B port. Um, this allows for direct PC connection, as well as a 2.1 millimeter 12 volt power supply. And then we also have our snap port. Um, so if you're using a DSLR mirrorless camera, you can get one of the shutter release cables, hook that up, and you can control your whole sequence from the mount and let the mount be your intervalometer through the app. And you can just go on and do whatever else you want to do rather than having to lug out a whole laptop and all this other stuff to trigger your camera. The mount can do all that for you for a mirrorless or DSLR uh, base camera. Now, uh, if you are used to any of our larger mounts, EQM35, uh, AZ-EQ5, HEQ5, EQ6R, AZ-EQ6, EQ8R, the whole fleet of the Skywatcher mounts, if you have any experience controlling that, this is exactly the same. For, if you know how to work an EQ8R, you know how to work a Star Adventure GTI. If you use EQ mod, if you use ASI Air, whatever it is that you're using, the experience should be no different on this. It's just a much smaller package, basically taking all that technology and shrinking it down to something that can just about fit in a camera bag. Um, so it's pretty neat uh, for this little mount. I think it'll be very exciting to have uh, one of these for the field. Now, packages. Now, before I get into this, I want everyone to realize that Skywatcher USA is the one that handles the webcast. This is our webcast, and everything in here I can only speak from our position for here in the US and Canada because that is the region that we handle. Packages and pricing are going to vary from region to region. So, you want to make sure that you're going to check with your local distributor about what offerings they're going to offer because not everyone's going to provide the same kits that we will and obviously the price is going to change uh, depending on where in the world you are. So make sure you check directly uh, with your um, dealer of choice and they should have that information. If you're here in the U.S. or Canada, that information is already on the SkywatcherUSA.com. Uh, uh, website you can go check out the packages and pricing at the time of this recording that's up on the website as we speak now here in the US and Canada we have two kits we have the mount head kit which this was a really big thing with the AZ GTI we had a bunch of people buying these mounts and a lot of people just wanted the mount head so we listened and that's what we're going to start with. We have a Star Adventure GTI um, head available on its own. It comes with the Star Adventure GTI uh, the counterweight bar and the five pound counterweight, um, as well as a USB B 2.0 cable for PC connection. So that kit is available. You can just get the mount head, which means you can put it on your favorite photo tripod. Um, you're not stuck having to use what we provide like you are with the AZ GTI. Like I said, we were trying to listen to what our customers were saying in the past and apply that to the new mount here. Or if you just want to make a really tiny pier in your observatory to hold it, uh, you could do that too. Um, but yeah, you can buy just the mount head uh, for this package because we know a lot of people are doing this for photography and you probably have a really nice tripod already. Um, 
so the mount head will be available on its own now the second kit is the mount with the tripod now and this kit um you're gonna get the star adventure gti head counterweight bar the five pound counterweight usb b 2.0 uh, you're also getting our Star Adventure Pier Extension. That's an eight and a half inch Pier Extension, as well as the Star Adventure GP, uh, GTI Steel Tripod. Um, currently, at least here in the North America region, this won't be available on its own because it comes in all one box. Uh, you can use our Star Adventure Tripod, the little black and white aluminum one, um, if you need to or you can go get yourself a really nice photo tripod um, if you have it or you can buy the kit right all kitted together comes in one box where you get the whole thing and you're ready to go and it's a little bit more um, I think it's like a hundred dollars more or something like that here in the US to get that whole uh, kit together now the tripod on here uh, lowest setting is 26 and three quarter inches highest setting is 44 and a half inches um, and it only weighs five and a half pounds uh, for that so that's uh, wow we flew through this a lot faster than I thought but there's a ton of questions floating out there um, but yeah that's all the details I have on the Star Adventure GTI but I know you guys have a bunch of questions um, so I'm gonna try my best to go through and answer these um, real quick or not real quick we've got plenty of time uh, so let's go through this. Uh, first off, big shout out to Richard Wright. He wrote the uh, Scope Wizard app for us. Um, so big thanks to Richard for doing that. Um, thanks for putting that all together. Um, tracking specifications against the EQM35. I don't have any guiding graphs or anything to provide to you at the moment. However, right after this episode this session this webcast ends at 11 a.m pacific nico carver of nebula photos and trevor jones of astro backyard have two production samples one each uh, they both have reviewed this and they have corresponding videos coming out right after this episode ends so if you want like a someone who's not with Skywatcher, you can go over to their channel and check out them i know nico was messing around with some stuff on guiding um trevor's using it with a red cat um so you can go over there and check that out and, it, and there will be more data as things move forward but i don't have any uh guiding information available right now a lot of the people who have been using this haven't honestly been guiding with it they've basically been using it as a convenient more convenient version of the star adventure because they could just go out finds the object and then they can track um, and do short exposures with that 600 millimeter f4 lens i was doing about 90 second unguided shots um, at 600 millimeters that was that sample obviously production things can vary from sample to sample but um, it was very effective at 600 millimeters at taking images at 90 seconds which is uh, pretty good at that for such a small mount uh, when will the mount be available um, right now you can actually go to any dealer right now in the US and Canada I'm sure the rest of the world has opened it up too and you can pre-order these right now um, the initial shipments at least here in the US and Canada are very small um, so you want to hop on that as soon as possible uh, but we will have more obviously coming in as uh, we go forward uh, but if you want to get one you can go pre-order that right now I think at the moment we're looking at um a six to eight week arrival time right now we're just waiting for the first shipment to head out to us 
Um, that should be fairly soon. So if you can get one on order, the lead time on it isn't going to be very long. So just it's probably going to be faster than some of the other stuff that's out there right now because this is a new product. So if you're interested in this right now, um, do not wait if you want to pre-order one of these because they, the first shipments are going to fly off the shelves um, from at least what we've already seen. Um, so check with your major dealer and try to get that locked in there. Um, if you're global, again, check with your local distributor and see what the availability is going to be on that. I can't speak for anything beyond the U.S. and Canada. Uh, was peck and tracking performance? I kind of covered that already. Um, low latitude, zero degrees. Um, no, this is not an alt-as mount. Um, it cannot get to 90 degrees to be used as alt-as. Zero means it can go all the way down to zero. Um, but if you wanted an alt-as version, you technically have to make it go up to 90. If you want something that does alt-as, the AZ GTI is out there. That's what it's intended for. If you want a true imaging mount that's portable and designed for astrophotography and equatorial purposes, that is what the GTI is intended for. Uh, wait time, we kind of talked about that. Check with your local dealer if you want to pre-order one of these. Um, I'm thinking right now it's about six to eight week arrival time. Uh, for these, we're just waiting for the first shipment to get to us um, as long as there's no delays in the port, which is beyond our control. But we do have our first shipment about to head out, um, so the wait won't be that long, um, especially compared to some of the uh, current uh, backlog on some of these products. Uh, does it all come in one box? Um, yes, actually. So the Star Adventure mount head comes in a one box. Um, it's not that big, you know, it's like a foot by foot by uh, six inches or something like that. It's it's not a big box. And then the full kit does also come in a box. It's one long box, about 44 inches long. Um, you get the tripod, the mount head, everything's all in one nice, convenient box. Um, so go over there and check that out. Uh, let's see case for the mount head. I don't have a case for the mount head uh, Dedicated to it, but probably an, a small SKB or pelican case would be great um, I don't know what size probably like a 1510 uh, Case from pelican would be nice because that's a roll-on carry-on size um, That'd be enough room for the mount head the counterweight bar uh, the counterweight um maybe some small additional accessories uh, that you could fit in there. Obviously not the tripod, but um, probably something like a 1510 uh, would be something like that, at least from Pelican. Um, SKB makes similar cases, very nice cases, I, but their numbering system is a little bit more complicated than Pelican. So, um, But either one of those hard cases I would recommend. Um, it would work really, really well um, for uh, putting your mount in there and making sure everything's good to go. Um, I have a scope set up on my AZ GTI in EQ mode. Weight is 3.9 kilograms. How would this fare on the Star Adventure GTI? Uh, it should be fine. Uh, Star Adventure GTI's max payload limits five kilograms. Um, and quite honestly, I think you could go a little bit beyond because, like I said, it's a fairly dense little thing. Um, there's a good chunk of mass on the Star Adventure GTI, so. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more rigid 
um, out there in comparison to the smaller star adventures. And one of the weak points of the original star adventure, as far as weight and stability goes, is the wedge um, that we use for that. It's a great little equatorial wedge for what the mount was originally intended for. You know, cameras, maybe a 7200 lens. Um, but that little adjustment joint, that pivot joint on the wedge is, I'll admit, the weak point of the Star Adventures EQ base. It just wasn't intended for some of these bigger things. The Star Adventure GTI is like a real mount. Um, it has some serious adjustment capability on the latitude adjustment. So it's not this little dinky pivot point like the other one. It's very secure. So you can have it's it's very smooth very accurate but a little bit more beefy uh adjustments than comparison to the smaller star adventures but that's kind of the point um we didn't just take a star adventure and shove go to into it this is a completely redesigned uh, mount from the ground up and quite honestly to be uh straight up with you guys it doesn't really have any relation to the original star adventures at all uh, the only reason it's really a star adventure is because it's small and compact. But all the previous accessories like the EQ wedge, uh, the counterweight bar, um, the deck bracket. I mean, I guess you could use the deck bracket if you wanted to get weird with it. But it is not, it cannot use the other accessories on the star adventures. Um, you know, counterweight bar is different. You don't need the wedge. It's not compatible with a lot of the major accessories of a star adventure maybe a ball head adapter if you want to put a ball head on it um, or the deck bracket if you want to put two cameras and get weird with it um, but all the other accessories it's not backwards compatible it's its own mount um, and it is a more robust mount than the smaller star adventurers uh, let's see uh, nebula photo so um, Nico in the chat Nico and Trevor, so Nico Carver of Nebula Photos and Trevor Jones of Astro Backyard, they're hanging out in the chat, but we sent both of them samples uh, straight up. These, they're not cherry picked. They're just production samples that we ship to people and they review them in any way they want to review them. Um, so both of them have independent reviews coming out. The videos air right after this video goes live about 11 a.m. Pacific time. So about 30 minutes or so. Uh, you can go over to their channel and check out that. Nico does have some guiding um, graphs off of that according to what he's uh, what he says there in the chat. So if you want to learn more, go check out Nico's video about uh, PE and guiding details. Uh, let's see. Will the Star Adventure GTI head fix on the avx tripod i don't know what the thread stud is for an avx uh so that rod that goes up through the tripod that mounts the head to the tripod of an avx i don't know the threading of that rod my guess is the answer is no um but i'm not sure i don't have an avx to compare it to um but as long as it's 3.8 thread it should work, um, but I don't know the AVX's uh, thread uh, pitch for the mounting uh, bar in between there. Uh, will the GTI work on SkyX? Uh, it should. Um, it shouldn't be any different than anything else. Um, you probably, at the moment, are going to need a SynScan hand controller because right now SkyX only plugs in through the hand controller. There's not a direct link um, 
as much as we would like that to be there you have to go through the hand controller and do a you have to do a like a one star alignment with the hand controller um and then you can route command over to sky x but yeah uh, as long as you do that um you should be able to basically run it through sky x and do t point and all that fun stuff uh how much is it um you should go check out your distributor uh page um here i'll just bring this up for you guys here in the us and canada this is um, up on the skywatcher website um here they are uh, if you want to find it you go to explore products mounts at the very bottom is the star adventure gti's and there are the corresponding packages um now these are the current prices as of this recording and release for the u.s um please check with your local distributor for pricing and availability in your region and if you're looking for stuff uh dealers are just probably getting this information up onto their website so if you're looking to order it just keep an eye out um for who might have stuff out there but uh, make sure you check with your local distributors wherever you are in the world please go and check pricing and availability and offerings for your region because it will vary on what's being offered from region to region with the SynScan pro app will the gti also do astro time lapse like the star adventure and mini can at the moment no but we are looking into that and there's some other cool things uh like we would really think it would be kind of cool to have like a mosaic mode where the the mount will be able to take pictures then move over and then take another one and actually do a mosaic um that's something we would like to get into with the star adventure gti we'll see if the app can do astro time lapse in the future the mount is perfectly capable of triggering the camera and doing that as you want um but because this is a go-to mount it's a, it's different than how a star adventurer will act it it takes different firmware to do all that stuff so there are some things that we would like to see added to the capabilities most of that is gonna really be with like the app and firmware development so we'll see in the future what comes from it but there's a ton of potential what can be done with that and this mount so stay tuned to that you know thanks for the ideas we will definitely try to push that uh, which us retailers are actually offering pre-order you're gonna have to check around you know all the major dealers i'm sure ordered some uh it just might take because it's new it might take a little bit of time for them to get that on um but place uh, all the major dealers i'm not going to name names but just check around and see who's got what uh so five kilogram weight limit is imaging or visual that's the max payload capacity that we recommend for use of the star adventure gti i've pushed it up to its max for imaging and it handled it pretty well the thing about imaging though is it really depends on how long your optical train is going to be so you know you could be under the payload limit but if it's a really long lens you have or telescope you've got a lot of moment arm that can affect it um that'll affect any mount quite honestly but it's still a small mount but it can handle i would say it can handle most of the modern day you know 100 400 150 600 lenses that are on the market without much of an issue um like i said it's a very dense little mount um it's it is a step up as far as the original star adventure and the two eyes are because there's a lot more stuff packed inside of it 
uh, what tracking speeds are supported. Currently, it's just your standard sidereal lunar solar. Um, there's not really any custom stuff because this is a, a true go-to mount. It doesn't have some of the exotic tracking modes like the original Star Adventurer does. Um, mainly because the original Star Adventure is just a single motor drive. There's some stuff that we can actually do with that. And maybe we can look at doing that on, on this one. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of discussions probably with the firmware engineers on what we can actually do with it. Because it does bridge that gap between the Star Adventure and GoTo mount. So we'll have to explore what capabilities can be done with this mount. So... Right now, it's very much like our larger mounts, like the EQ6 and stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised if new functions that have never been seen um, don't make their way down into the mount. So we'll see. Um, always stay tuned for that. Is it better to get guiding on the 2i or by the GTI for better performance? Um, it's kind of up to you. I believe the GTI has a larger right ascension gear a little bit. So a larger gear means a bit smoother tracking. Um, a 200 millimeter lens uh, should be pretty much solid on this mount. I would say you probably don't even have to guide um, with it. Now, again, that depends on how long the exposures are going to be as well so just because i'm saying certain things that obviously has variables uh that you have to look at and doing it's not a you know one size fits all kind of thing so you got to experiment with it but at 200 millimeters you should be good to go usually on a normal star adventure at 200 millimeters i can do two minutes without much of an issue on this thing it really should be uh shouldn't be a big deal i don't know especially in a dark sky that you really need guiding i know in trevor's video that's coming out right after this i believe he shot with a red cat and as far as he told me he wasn't guiding on that so um it's kind of interesting because nico's review that's coming out is with guiding and one setup and then trevor is without guiding and with another setup so you can kind of get two flavors from two different perspectives um from from those two so if you want to see some independent reviews away from the skywatcher bubble you can go check those out um after after this um, if you want to actually watch those um let's see watching on cell phone can you state u.s pricing verbally please um at the time of this recording the mount head in the u.s is 640 dollars the mount head and the tripod kit is $740 um, US. So again, that is at the time this video was released. Uh, that will obviously can change over time or whatever. But currently, $640 for the mount head, $740 for the um, regular kit. So hopefully that helps you guys. Uh, does it have a function to blow away clouds? No, unfortunately not. Um, maybe one day so uh eq mod has some of that function uh you should be able to use eq mod on this without much of an issue you probably need a, uh, you will probably need a eq mod cable or the optional hand controller um but yeah you should be able to run eq mod on this without a problem uh will it track the sun yes just like any of our other mounts out there um especially when you use the app 
you can actually align on the sun. Uh, you have to unlock the feature, but you can align on the sun and it will track. Um, obviously that depends on how good your polar alignment is, but normally with this, if you just kind of eyeball north and you have the latitude roughly set to where you want it to be, you should be pretty good to go and balance it. But uh, yeah, so that is the Star Adventure GTI. We've been really excited to release this. Um, we're excited to get it out in the world and see. Um, seems like there's a lot of interest in it. We know this has been something that a lot of you have been asking for um, with the original Star Adventures, and it took a lot of time. This has been in development for several years, and we're excited that it's finally here. So uh, that's pretty much all I've got for it right now. Um, if you want to know more about it, like I said, you can go check out Nebula Photos uh, and uh, Astro Backyards uh, videos that are coming out right after this airs um, at 11 a.m. So we'll finish a little bit early, but then you can hop over there and watch their videos to debut uh, those as well. And I'm sure you'll see more reviews. Um, if you're heading to Texas Star Party, uh, one of our sales reps will be there with one on hand. So you can actually see one live at Texas Star Party. Um, if you're coming to the Advanced Imaging Conference in San Jose, we will have one of these on display as well if you want to see one in person. Um, so they will be making their way out to shows um, and star parties as time progresses as well. But uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Now, like I said earlier, if you like what you see here at Skywatchers, what's up webcast, please go ahead and leave a like, subscribe to the channel, lets you know what's going on. If you have an idea for future episodes, go ahead and uh, email us at info at skywatcherusa.com. Uh, we really appreciate all of you who've been along with the ride for the What's Up webcast and supporting us with the 100th episode. Um, can't believe we've done 100 of these, but um, really appreciate all of you being a part of it. Uh, next week, we're talking about building a large aperture dream scope. Um, I know some of you have been aware that i just finished a 28 inch f 3.3 dobsonian that has been one of the most complicated projects for in my astronomy uh hobby career i guess you could say um it's finally done it's amazing but there's a lot of things i learned from that so we're going to cover that next week and take you along for things to consider if you're thinking about going to a big scope uh, a couple more questions. Will a hand controller from any Skywatcher mount work with the GTI or does it need to be a special hand controller? Uh, any controller should work. Um, it is an equatorial mount, so you will need our six, or eight pin to eight pin, which is basically an ethernet cable uh, to connect it. So if you don't know, Skywatcher Alt As mounts have a six pin connector um, on the board and then the equatorials have an eight pin connector. So they're different, but as long as you have, if you have a Skywatcher equatorial mount already, you can just take that controller and plug it into this one and you should be good to go. So, um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, that's our hundredth episode. Uh, go check out our new app, the scope wizard app. Um, that's available right now on iOS, um, and Apple OS. And of course, in the next couple days, we will get that up on Android and uh, Windows will be available here shortly as well. So it'll be cross-platform. Uh, but we definitely uh, appreciate Richard and everyone who made that possible be a thing. So go check that out. 
that's pretty much it for the Skywatcher What's Up webcast in the 100th episode of introducing the Star Adventure GTI. Go check it out. Talk to your dealer. Give them a phone call. Email them. Do whatever you have to do. Um, go ahead and grab one. And uh, thanks for being cool. We will see you guys next week when we dive into a big dream scope. And uh, other than that, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. And we will see you guys uh, next Friday. Take care, everyone. Bye.